Main computer recording and prepared for. The heck was that? Anal human maracas. <laughs> I think that's just what he's super excited. He doesn't care Anal about anything else human on the show. Maracas. He just wants. He just. We're doing it. Yeah. We're doing it. He this just is... actually wants to shove those in himself. Is basically what he's doing. <laughs> Fucking bitch, that's why. What the fuck did you say? The high show is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. And if you don't like it. Please go fuck yourself. One, two, three, four! Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? Scared that your desires might be strange? Come and join the kinky world of play. I do not want anal maracas in my ass. I meant in someone else's. That's what, yes, that's what, damn, damn. That's what she meant. Damn. Hello and welcome to the perverted podcast, fine listeners who are not my (laughs) co-hosts. This is the show where we explore the adventures of the kinky lifestyle, sex, and perversion. Recording live in front of our perverted studio audience. Hello, perverts. Hi. I'm Fee. I'm Kathy. I'm Abyss. And I am Boogie. Welcome, 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 show 15, which, you know what's the most special part about show 15? Tell us, Boogie. Anal Human Maraca, go! <laughs> this is the Anal Human Maraca show. There's there's also a lot of other stuff we're covering. Anal Human Maraca, go! That's all he cares about it's right really now. About. We'll wait till after Fat Life. He's only been talking about it for, what, two weeks now? <laughs> <laughs> Finally, the day has arrived. This is awesome. Wait, well, first let's get 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 the exciting, and then of course Kathy's not quite exciting news. So Fee had a new experience in the I dungeon. Had a new what experience. was that? I had my first clothespin zipper <gasps> in the dungeon, and what was really funny was he was putting he he asked me during the negotiation he asked me how I felt about pinchy things, and I thought he meant like pinching, like you know grabbing skin between two fingers. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine with pinching. He's like, not exactly that. So when he pulls out the stuff from his toy bag and he pulls out this bag full of clothespins, I was like, oh, <laughs> that. Because I've seen things. it done. I've just never had it done. But he didn't know I'd never had it done. So as he's getting them all on and he gets to the ones that are towards the top of my breasts and he, um, I said, wow, those really hurt at the top. And he just looks at me and goes, you think I don't know that? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay. Yeah. Um, so I said, uh, how bad is this going to hurt when it comes off? And he looks at me and he goes, you've never done this before? And I said, no. And the freaking evil look on his face, like this smile <laughs> comes out like, <laughs> it's going to hurt. <laughs> and it did. Do you want to explain what a zipper oh, is? So uh, they, they take clothespins, like the normal wooden clothespins, and they string them all together with a piece of string and attach them. And then you take the piece of string and yank them off all at and once. And it goes, click, 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 click. And it leaves little marks all over your, well, over wherever it went, but they happen to be on my boobies. And apparently, you know, you can fit 50 clothespins on my tits. So next time, because <laughs> how I do zippers are with needles. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I've seen that. That is some... Dangerous I've seen stuff. it. I saw. Look, a video. Mark's just giggling. You <laughs> bloodlusty. Mark was the victim of your uh, your, of your last zipper. Mm-hmm. Ah, very nice. So, so that was a so, that was a new so experience. So Fee is having fun, and that, look, oh, Mark just made the little love sign to Abyss Aww. over blood play. That's so cute. Sweet. So someone had a lot of fun. Fun. And somebody's not mm. having a lot of fun right now. Why are you looking at me? Because you're wounded? I am wounded. What the fuck did you do to your I back? I threw my back out. How did you throw your back out? Did I you do it fun? I know. I don't know. Normally when it happens, I know the moment it happens because the pain is just horrendous. This time I just had a little twinge. Go to sleep. Wake up the next morning. My back is thrown. I don't know what I did in the middle of the night. Did you like sleep masturbate really aggressively? And Either that or I did some ninja moves in my sleep. I have no clue. <laughs> Kick the cat across the room. Put that here! Cat's looking at you. I'm glad your back's fucked up, bitch. <laughs> so, no sex this week. Oh, you had no. to cancel? Oh. I had to cancel my sex oh, this week. Can't can he just, like, go down on you or something? No, we're going to do some cuddling. Why? Why does everyone look at me? I'm trying to think of <laughs> options here. I'm a dude. With a dude, see a need, feel of me. That was Robots, Robin Williams. It was a great movie. I, that's not part of our what we do. He just is not a pussy kind of guy, I guess. He's not a pussy-looking no, motherfucker. He's a boob guy. And he's a, obviously a blowjob guy, like every guy is. But what? Hey. 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 Oh, hey. Mr. Cat, hey. Yo, whoa. <laughs> Guys. <laughs> I like the blowjob. I can't even do a Vinnie Barbarino now. Nobody even, none of our listeners even know who that is. So you, you can't just like, well, I can Mark was like, a- why don't you guys just watch a movie? <laughs> 
we're good at and cuddling and a little yeah. bit of okay yeah. so you're still gonna have your your night if it's i can make it gonna... out there yes then we will cuddle and it's also cool. the driving with your back thrown uh, out you know and, yes yeah. i'm having a hard time sitting in this chair so so in other words you're just saying you're a greedy slut and if he's not gonna fuck you it's not worth your drive <laughs> no. really that's what it comes Don't, down to. Have we met? Don't you know me? <laughs> so that would be yes. That would be yes. Well, you know, you can't fuck, but together we can all sing the Fet Life jingle. Mm-hmm. Everyone ready? Mm-hmm. One, two, three, four. Human maraca stuff. The stuff we talk about. I just picture our listeners like new listeners are like, (laughs) I I immediately regret my decision to listen to perverted podcast. We will now talk about FetLife stuff. For your peace of mind, please know that every group or blog post we talk about specifically granted us permission to do so. Hmm. So our first post we're going to talk about. It's a post that hit KMP by Effin Bluebird, who I love her too. She is Ferret's, is it wife or just significant other? That's his wife. Ferret's wife. That's his wife. And she wrote a post called Compersion Can Be Selfish, which I loved. It was a really fun piece because she's basically talking about how when she's listening to some woman that his, her husband has in the house, she gets off on listening to them have sex. Dirty, dirty, dirty bird. She's a dirty bird. She's a dirty bird. And she says... I hear the rhythmic rocking of the bed and know that he's inside her now, their bodies moving together, and I am wet, turned on by the sound of my husband fucking another woman, by the mental image of him penetrating her. My own pleasure comes as I listen to them. I do not mind that this pleasure comes from my own hand. I will have him the next night. I will enjoy my lovers on other nights. But the listening, the auditory voyeurism as I touch myself, it's a benefit of Polly that I love. Just the look, just the look of no, 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 hell no, hell no, hell no. Am I the only one who does that too? Hell no, hell no. Sounds hot, but no. No, no, no. I'm not a no. I'm not a no on this one. Okay. So you would like, um, if you had a a relationship with someone, you would would be turned on. If that was part of the relationship, if it's the part where she says, I know I'll have him the next night. I know I'm going to get my turn. I'm cool with it. Hmm. (laughs) <laughs> abyss. I think now abyss is joining kathy by breaking her neck like kathy broke her back by <laughs> wiggling her head no the hell That's no what do you what nope. what why why is that it's, no I, you know it's funny i was reading it and literally cringing <laughs> i was literally when they're like oh here's the one and i'm like oh that uh, oh oh no 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 not, that is so mature not. no i'm like i wish i was there i'm not absolutely not um yeah first of all i'm not much of a voyeur I'm really not. Even at the dungeon, even there's cool scenes and this, that, the other. I'm, I'm a DM, so I have to watch scenes to make sure that people are safe, but I don't actively partake. I don't even watch porn all that much. So it's one of those things like to have my significant other, I, yeah, no, <laughs> nope, does not get my rocks off. At Dang. some point, I wish it were because, I mean, it'd be so much easier. Yeah. But, and maybe at some point I can get to there, but at this point, that's a big old fuck off. In- in one of the poly relationships that I attempted, the in the first one, I actually liked my metamore a lot. And what's she, a metamore? The metamore is the partner of my partner. Okay. The other partner of that. That'd partner. be Mark. Mark. <laughs> Mark. Mark is your Mark me- so abyss. Mark is your meta and your so your yes. metamore. Okay, I get it. That's yeah. math. So, but but they were both friends of mine before I got involved with him, and I really liked her. So hearing them do stuff didn't bother me at all. We were all friends. It was cool. It made me happy. You know, compersion, making feel good that they feel good. It's all good. In the second one, I hated that bitch. <laughs> um, what? Oh. <laughs> I did not like her. My metamore in the second one. So no, I would not want to hear it with her. I think you hit the nail on the head because for me, it's all about the person. If I'm having issues and I'm actually jealous because I can get jealous for some people, but not for others. And if the person I'm seeing is having sex with someone that is hitting my buttons and I'm getting jealous, I have a hard time with it and I I will push myself past it. But generally speaking, I am a voyeur and the sounds of sex turn me on anyway. So to imagine... (laughs) 
my lovers with someone else or even be able to hear it is such a major a turn on masturbation for me. fodder there. It totally is. It's like, oh, well, first of all, I do like Mark. So, I mean, no, no, like, no, that was, that was, <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> Mark has a little cautious heart symbol. She keeps putting up. You love me, right? Yeah. No, I mean, that's, also, that's just my experience. Also, I realized when I, li- when I watch porn, I turn the sound off. Oh no, I totally watch no. it. The wow. <laughs> That's like drinking wine with a screw top, <laughs> god damn it. I don't like sex sounds. <laughs> Boogie, what about you? Uh You're just a whore, admit I, it. No, 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 no. He no, wouldn't no. want to hear it. No, I well, no. I I'm really not I'm an interactive person, so I really want to be a part of that. So if even though when you have sex with two women, you're completely not even in the room, even if you're doing things to them because they're completely usually locked into each other. And I'm just the guy with the Hitachis <laughs> sneaking the dick in every now and again. And they're like, oh, you and me and me and you. And oh, my God, it's so hot. Look, girl, energy, girl, energy. And I'm back there with the Hitachis going, hey, I'm just doing my thing. <laughs> Here I am. And even when they come, and I know I'm totally digressing, but even when they come, they still instantly come and go right to each other. Like, oh, that was so awesome. You made me come like that. And I'm like back there going, I, I worked. I'm included. Yes, so if are. I'm included, <laughs> if I'm included, then I feel uh, good about that. I'm not really a voyeur either in the sense I, you know, I'm half exhibitionist, half private. And so it's really depends on the time. But uh, to hear someone, uh, then I just get like, I don't go to strip clubs. You know, the reason I don't go to strip clubs is because if I, if I can't lick it, fuck it or suck it, I don't want it. I'm not going to pay to have it rub against me. So to hear somebody that I care about that I want to do things with or be a part of, then I just feel left out. That's envy, right? Is that envy? That or is envy. Is yes, because you don't want to take it away from them. You just want it for yourself. And then there's the thing about me hating fucking men. <laughs> <laughs> Did I mention I fucking hate men? Say it again so our <laughs> listeners can Did really I hear it. Fucking hate men. There hey, is some. Hey, listeners, the rest of us do not hate. No, men. we don't. I do not. Hate, not men. hate men. We love men. They destroyed my planet. God damn it! And, oh, and uh, we can talk hate about that. Fan of men. No, there's some people that were like, "You hate men," and it's really distracting. Well, tough shit. I fucking hate men. That's who I am. Um, I don't hate all men violently, you know. But in general, we're all fucking assholes, and we destroy the planet. So. So there, what are we talking about? Basically, you wouldn't want to listen to either Mark or I fuck someone else. Surely not a dude, but I wouldn't. I, I, I And we'll talk about this in the expectations part of poly sanity. It's going to be a very poly heavy show today. Um, but uh, no, but, but I would mean. You wanna hear, would you want to hear them fuck other women? No. No. So there you go. No, the unless no. I was involved, even <laughs> right. though you're not really involved when you have sex with two women. But so, so yeah. So that's it. Did we did we cure? <laughs> but here's what I will say. Did this is a caveat. Conversion? As a caveat, I really, honestly, yearn, like a yearning, like Abyss said. Boy, wouldn't it be nice if I just wasn't hung up about that shit? Wouldn't it be nice if I was that mature, uh, was mature enough to just be happy? For the person that I care about. And I got to be honest, you know, there's moments where I'm really confident in myself and I am happy when I hear about them having experiences with other people. But that only comes when I'm really okay with myself. That's it. Hmm. Now I've cured it. So basically, uh, Dirty Bird there. <laughs> Super F- solid. Evan Bluebird. <laughs> Fucking Evan Bluebird. She's solid. Our hero. I, she is. I, I love her. I love everything I, she's ever written about Polly. She's amazing. And I, I love her. Even the title, Compersion Can Be Selfish. I just, you guys should fuck. I love the version of the relationship that they share with the public. You Mm -hmm. know, they're a married couple. I'm sure they have their ups and downs. But what they share in public, what they show in public is pretty awesome. Absolutely. (laughs) So going from happy, (laughs) we all like each other, to mine. (laughs) 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 And uh, mine was brought to us from... um, Verbal Humiliation, Mental BDSM, and Mindfuck. Which is one of our affiliates. Yep. And it was brought to us by Bahnote. It's how it's pronounced, I guess. And I just think of like Bahnote. It's French. All I can think of is like Bah, like Bah, Bah, Bah. (laughs) 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 But it's um, consensual gaslighting. Love it. Um, 
he brings us the to- uh, he brings up the topic of consensual uh, gaslighting, which is described as a technique or pattern of psychological abuse, where the abuser attempts to make the victim doubt their compliance, uh, their competence, and or sanity by denying their perception of reality. Dun, dun, dun. Cheater math. That's yeah. called cheater math. Nar- narcissists do this a lot. Yeah. Um, and an example that he gave was to give a slave an impossible task or sabotage it. Treat them as if they have failed and then punish them. In some ways, it seems like it could be super, that it would be super intense and very erotic if, if not done without care or extensive negotiation. Um, without it, it just seems like it'd be very damaging. It is actual psychological abuse <laughs> oh if it's God. done. Yeah, it's another one of those things that I think is on, you have a broad spectrum and on one end is massive psychological abuse that can cause all kinds of problems. But then on this end, it's more Hot. consensual play. And he calls it consensual gaslighting. Mm-hmm. Calm down, Fee. You have something he to say, like, obviously. There's some, there's some triggering <laughs> going I, over. Some, okay, I tried to mentally prepare myself for this one and it, that is a fucking trigger for me. A major trigger. And I thought I could handle this, but holy shit, can I not handle the idea of this happening to me mm. at all? So the idea of disappointing somebody oh is... Oh my God, I'm going to cry. Like, is, no. Oh. It's like... <laughs> She's fanning herself. Yeah, no, she is. Yeah. It's, this is genuinely causing a reaction. Well, this hits your buttons for someone else who who enjoys being manipulated, who enjoys that kind of humiliation. They can absolutely love it. But um, you're right. I I when when I read this, I happen to know what gaslighting is, and it, it actually comes from a movie. Isn't it the movie of the same name called Gaslighting, I'm in not which sure. someone? And if you've ever seen The Bad Seed, that horrible black and white movie, mm-hmm. where. Uh, the little girl does this to the mother and causes her to think she's going absolutely yeah. insane. So I can understand Fee's reaction. Because I want to go back to Fee's reaction because Fee's having a real moment. And yeah. we're talking well, I'm about trying movies. to give her time. She's, you know. What are you feeling? I don't really know how to explain it. Give me a minute. See? Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. I just wanted you to know we're yeah. here for you and we're supporting, but I mean, yeah. I, this is. But it's, it. I, I'm feeling for Fee and I, I, I can totally understand because uh, humiliation is a, trigger for me i can see this working for me if i trusted the person and we heavily negotiated beforehand but it's a it's one of those tricky areas on my on my list of limits and requirements this is specifically listed as a thing that is not allowed Mm. i mean i could see it as um like hitting my go fuck off button like that would instantly trigger my like switch top side like Oh, you didn't do this correctly. Oh, you did this. I'd be like, motherfucker, fuck you. I know exactly what I did. And I did it correctly. But, so. one, but once again, you're we're talking about two different things. And I, I think maybe Fee's feelings are possibly from past experiences that were in the negative side. Um, as opposed because that is the cheater game. If if a cheater cheats, and I once again know I hate men because they talk to me, they don't talk to you. Uh, the cheater game is lie, deny, lie, deny. And when they have proof, you deny, deny, and deny until they start to doubt themselves with constant barrages of, so you're saying you don't fucking trust me. You don't fucking trust me. And of course, every human that's in a relationship wants to feel like they can be trusted and they can trust. So eventually they start doubting who they are. And then the guy gets to go and continue cheating. And the woman saw, I saw his dick in her fucking ass. I know I saw it. And then eventually if you deny, 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 eventually you program their brain to doubt themselves. And that's the abusive part. Whereas the the fun part is you have now said, hey, we're going to set up an impossible tax. Well, guess what? Life can be impossible. We're not going to make it out of this race. We're all going to die. So there are things we are going to fail. And if you can come from that aspect that you are going to have failures and you can embrace the failures of life, then it doesn't bother me if I fail in a task. And it can be fun that there's a challenge and it's playful. But I don't think this is playful at any way, any level. Even the stuff that describing some of the, the things they were talking about was very much, it's supposed to break the person down and make them, like, yeah. literally. Like, the example, she, like, he gave was have a have a slave clean the floor. Mm-hmm. And then when they you know that the slave has done the perfect cleaning, it is spotless. You either say, oh, you missed a spot right there. And to the point where you could have, like, a, a fleck in the tile that's actually part of the tile. It's clean. And then you point that out or you spit on the ground, forcing the submissive to say, yeah, I did, in fact, not clean that spot. 
So it's it's a very much it's, yeah it's a programming and you're programming. But once again, we're talking about consensual gaslighting exactly and non consensual. And the consensual part is is that you have talked about you're going to fail, you're going to fail at every, and now we're going to find new ways to fuck with your head while you fail. And you have a safe word, you've negotiated. That's where consensual. There is a difference between abuse and coercion and consent. And if the person, because you get off on failure, gamblers are not addicted to the high of winning. They're addicted to the high of losing. That amount of chemicals, that the depletion of serotonin and all that shit that fucking, you know, floods in there. That's something that they get off. Coke addicts, when you get to a fucking level of being wired on Coke so bad, there is nothing fun about that. I've done it tons. It, so those are the things that people get high off of. It's also like predicament bondage. People like being put in predicaments. I know people who get off on knowing that there's, they're going to fail at this no matter what. So it can be done well, and that's why he calls it consensual gaslighting, because there are some people who actually enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Do you, do I'm you, not one of yeah. them. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, at the very, very other end, a very light end of this, I engage in something similar to this with, with the guy that I, I hang out with, but it's, it's very light and it's very funny and we laugh at it like no matter what happens when we're together, it's always my fault and we laugh our asses off, but that's at the extreme light end. There is the extreme other end where that's, it is actually abuse. Yeah, that's a, that's like a joke, an ongoing joke. At, yeah. the, at the other end, we do consensual gaslighting on each other the entire show. We talk shit to each other and make fun of each other and poke at each other's sensitive spots and joke and gasp, but we have enough confidence and love for ourselves and each other that we know it is a joke. This is a role play. I actually don't always know that and have have had issues. And that's when we negotiate <laughs> that, don't we? <laughs> and we talk about those feelings. But in general, we, we do a lot of uh, poking at those places. You know, you mentioned that you thought that maybe this came from a, a personal experience, and it actually doesn't. Um, I've not really experienced being cheated on or anything like that to a, a grand degree that's very but disappointment no family no parents no school no teachers no, there was i don't never... know i i have been trying to do the work like the personal work to figure out where this comes from but my need to be perfect is a problem that i've identified mm-hmm. and this this hits that this is a trigger this is like this is a, i also have a trigger towards being considered or or called a brat mm-hmm. it's a it's bad I, I can't handle that and I haven't really pinpointed where this comes from, but I do know that it's it's something that I deal with. But you, I just want to point out what I'm hearing, and what I'm hearing is that you said you acknowledged I, I have an over uh, an obsessive need to be perfect. Mm-hmm. So there, but that but I haven't solved it yet, which is why something like consensual gaslighting wouldn't work. From do you remember the thing with the water glass that we did that? Yes, where yes, you had where to... you, you and Mark was was here that night, so or day, whatever it was. Um, that Boogie uh, wanted me to hold a water glass on a tray and get down on my knees, and and then he was going to smack me on the face, and I had to not drop the water glass, and I refused to do it at first because I said you're just setting me up to fail. There's no way I could do it, and I refused to do anything that's a setup for failure. Turns out, he believed me, and I managed to not knock the glass over and it was fine but i was really freaked out that i was going to knock it over and disappoint him and that's that's how bad it was for me that i was actually refusing something that boogie had asked me to do but it worked out because somebody and this is where those types of humiliation scenes can go good is when you know the other person actually cares about you and believes in you and believes in your abilities far beyond your willing to believe in your abilities at that moment. That was different. That wasn't you actually setting me up to fail. That was you setting me up to succeed mm-hmm. in a thing where I thought I was going to fail, which is the opposite of gaslighting. If is the opposite of gaslighting in the non-consensual way. But it could be the goal. I know a lot of humiliation people that they will break you down, talk about how fucked up your family is and whatever. But the ultimate goal is to break you down to then have you go take this power back now. Now it is your turn to take back the power of what I took away. (laughs) So I I think this is a great topic. I am so grateful that you opened up about this with us and <laughs> and I know it made you feel put on the spot and it, and it was a real thing. I and honestly like spent since you sent me this Kathy, I have spent all of this time going I can I can get through this conversation. I can get through and as soon as you started talking about it I felt it come up. I was like I am not going to get through this conversation. Well, I have to say that personally I think that fees 
light years ahead of the game from a lot of other people because she she identifies what her issues are. Absolutely. She knows they're there. She wants to move past them. We can't always move, move past things as fast as we want to. Sometimes we stay years, sometimes decades where we are, but we know it's there. And that's what one of the things I admire about you. So good for you. This is it. Okay. Bert, Thank so you, Fee. Fee. Fee, now, now we're going to have some fun. <laughs> Let's just have a giant... Le- okay, first off, because look, <laughs> Fee's going to fan herself. Mark's going to giggle. Gina's just going to hold a hand in support, not knowing what the fuck's going on. Kathy is now whatever. And... Uh, and Abyss comes over and pulls Fee's hair, and then all of a sudden, confidence. Look at that smile and on her face. Then she's also holding in her hand. I really think, like, we maybe we should first. go into, huh? Yeah, shake them first so they can hear. We gotta go. Well, what? do your thing. Hang on. Okay. Oh. What's that? Go ahead and shake that. Shake. <laughs> wow. What was that? What Could was that? That a was a couple the, of maracas in a condo. That was the preparation for. Ain't no human maraca. Okay, you need to clear that area so she can get on her hands and knees uh, to, to, to be that. I think Abyss has got this, if that look is any indication. That look, I'm like, thank you. Snap that thank you very glove. much. Okay, I'm just turning that off Abyss for now. Abyss just snapped on a pair of black latex Okay, gloves. here's what the thing is. So last week, Abyss comes, you know, because I bought maracas, you know, so we could have Wait, little things. Can you things. describe those? With the, they're not real maracas. The maracas, they're eggshell maracas, and they're little plastic eggs that they fill with some beans, and, and they give the maraca sound. And that is actually the perfect view for me. Thank wow. you. Wow. Look at her ass. Thank you. Oh, I love what, that ass. Describe that view, Boogie. I am staring right now at Mark's cute little ass and her darling little fucking pussy and, and beautiful gee, abysses. Gee, I wonder, I wonder where she got those welts that are on her thighs. What welts? Uh-huh. I don't know anything. Uh-huh. Whatever. Shut up. Shh. <laughs> that is, that's the sound of, of, of forgiveness. Hey, hey, I can't see. <laughs> Okay, so here's what happened. Here's what she's happened. She's doing it. She's well. Let her get her get her prepared, and uh, and we'll insert after we give the explanation. Okay. So Abyss comes in. She's all. I had these maraca things. Yeah, I will play with them. Oh my god! I want to start fucking jerking off all need, over those two. Do you, do you um, need me to take no, care of the conversation? No, please, no, please. no, no. I can. I no, can multitask. You can't. I can multitask. Do it, Fee. So she said, "I'm gonna come in, and I'm. We're gonna let's let's put a, one of these eggs up." up uh, uh, Mark's Mark, ass. Mark, Mark. Her name is Mark. Mark's ass, <laughs> and then see if we can hear it. And I'm like, that's great on the show. We're gonna do it on the show. It's gonna be who? And I'm gonna make a jingle. It sounds like this. Ain't no human maraca. Wait, didn't I at some point say test this, please, test ahead this, of time? Please. Wait, wait, wait. Don't start putting them in yet. No, hurt. this is something we're doing. So we said we're gonna do it on the show. So what we're gonna attempt to do? We have no idea, no idea how this is gonna work. We have two of these maraca eggs. In about 15 condoms, <laughs> so we don't lose them up her ass. Now, is burying the string. two of her fingers. Did I just call her yes. that? Yes, you did. I'll edit that. So sorry. This Please is, these are both my girls. Stop Bye. narrating and let Fee do. You clearly are in no shape. Shut up! I'm handling this. So two fingers right now are in Mark's butt, and uh, and she's kind of stretching it out a little bit, and then we're going to start working those in. I, the whole goal is once they're inside, do we hear, do we actually hear the human, the anal human maraca? And now for insertion. Wait, push. Oh, she's, that's big, that's, oh. And then, just relax. Think of calm, blue, giant, ass fucking oceans. Compersion. <laughs> what the hell's compersion mean? Never mind, Waskland. So now she's. Oh, Mark looks a little resistance. A little giggling. Is it in yet? I can't see. No. <laughs> well, at some point, you just got a little more lube. We need more lube on. I love how you left out that there's an actual string attached to the end well, of the Well, there's condom. a string so we don't have to go searching later if she sucks it up. You know? <laughs> she laughs really hard and fucking two maracas yeah. go up the girl's yeah, ass. You know? it's, 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 yeah. oh, one. <laughs> One's in. Hold on. Give her a second. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Wait, okay. Now she's having that time to process. I... I I'm sorry, this is so fucking hot. 
please stop narrating this, and let me take over. So the, the string is actually one of those elastic bands you use to hold the chicken legs next to a chicken when you rotisserie. <laughs> a chicken. It's a chicken string. Okay, how's Mark doing? Is she a little owie? She's in a yeah, lot of pain. A little. Uh, you're rubbing her clit. Well, she's in pain, and that helps. I know. <laughs> oh. I think one is all we're gonna get. Well, that's fine because then the other one's hanging out. We'll hear it. <laughs> When we have ain't no human maraca, go. We knew this was an experiment. I told you to test it, didn't I? Didn't I well, say Well, that's why I said it? I had her go and work herself a little bit before, but maybe she could have worked herself a little bit. We should have let her work herself a little more. You never All know right. what's going to happen when you stick an egg-shaped maraca in someone's ass. <laughs> what? What did she say? Uh, I think she's putting it herself. Oh. <laughs> That's my girl! <laughs> In pain, she works, and everyone's like, oh, cuddle, oh, she's okay, okay. And Mark's like, I will work this out. <laughs> now Mark has the second, the second. Can you lift up her thing? I so was giving can... her a second. So now she's actually working in the second egg herself, and it's in. And she got it! Yay! Okay, now the thing. Move the mic. Move the mic over to her body. Out of it. That's okay. Fee, move it over. Okay, good. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Let go. Wait. Oh, that's okay. loud. Now scoot your butt back, and now everyone go quiet. Okay, shh. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Let's hear everything this one. Okay, you good? Okay. Wait, wait. Let me play the jingle. Oh. Ain't no human maraca. Go. <laughs> I heard nothing, but my life just became fulfilled. That was the cutest butt jingle wait, I've ever try seen. Again. Keep trying. Wait, Here, wait, Abyss, I'm, I'm gonna, shake her I'm ass. Shake your butt, okay? You got okay, it. Wait, wait, ready? Nothing. Nothing. Lost her. Okay, pull one of the eggs out. Pull one of the eggs out. Maybe we should give her a little bit. No, let her do it. She'll pull one out. She's and like, then, oh, if wait. If the string pops off. If the string, I'm going digging. That's all I know. That is my expedition. You are not fucking with that. If she, lo- it's not she coming out? No. She's going to need some private time. <laughs> Do you want to go have private time and then come out with it hanging out of your butt? Okay, she's go. one out. Go. Wait, did one come oh, out? No. She's like, she's I'm just, just gonna, laying on I'm her side. She's crippled. She's saying, please go on with the show. Okay, just raise your hand when you get one out and we'll stop for, uh. Um, switch up that. Oh, thanks. Ooh, that. Poor Mark. Oh, you know what? The funny thing is, is she she buckles over and moans and whatever, and then you'll lean over like, hey, check in with her, and she just all starts giggling. Like, (laughs) Like, look at her, and she's like, totally worth it. So now we know we've proved that when you put maracas in someone's ass, you can't can't hear them. Well, hand me one because it works in the mouth. This week, and that's what I tried this it. week on Kinky Mythbusters. <laughs> Kinky Mythbusters. Wait, wait. I heard. Oh, that was this. See, here's one of the, the maracas. So I'm like, okay, well, let's experiment because we knew this could totally just not work. That's why we put two so one could hang out. We go, but I'll put it in my mouth. This hasn't been up anyone's ass. Has it? <laughs> it was in a condom. I just want to fuck off. Oh, <laughs> my <laughs> Nothing. Mm-hmm. See, oh, you could hear a little bit. Uh-huh. Yeah, but your, your mouth, mouth is, open. is open. Her anus She's wasn't not open. open. <laughs> well, we just got to work that shit a little bit. It's also that's a pretty big egg. No, it's not. <laughs> Are you comparing it with your balls? Did I you just put dick. it down on your I'm crotch? I'm comparing it with my. I'm, I'm fatter than that. Oh my god! But of that course, was also like kind of dry. But it's not. And it's it doesn't not, yield. It's not yielding. It's like not, your. Yielding, dick does. yeah, that's Your hard dick yields. The gentle yielding penis feels so much better <laughs> than a hard. Ain't no human <laughs> okay, let's move on. Polly is great. Polly is hard. Polly is sexy. Fucking hard. I need some polysanity. Polyamory can be amazing, but without hard work, it can plunge headfirst into a trash compactor of sizzling sodomous death. Now here to help you navigate, communicate, and negotiate your way through your wild poly adventure is Boogie. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> to your wild so, wait, Morocco wait, wait, wait. How, wait, wait. adventure. Is it out? Go <laughs> get it! Fuck poly sanity! Okay, wait, is it, wait, is it on? Wait, yeah. so when okay, is it wait, wait. now? Shh, shh, shh. We so we pulled one out and now the egg. This is either my favorite show or the worst show we've ever done. Okay, are you ready? 
Okay, now there is an egg inside and an egg out, and she is now. Ain't no human Go! Shake! Yay, Mark! Dude, smart! <laughs> oh, I'm the happiest man in the world. You gotta get a drop of that when you play the jingle and she wiggled and the Morocco was playing in the Okay, try to, try to match tempo. Okay, ready? Ain't no human Morocco. Go! <laughs> so cute. So happy. Okay, lay down. Then you just wait. Point to you. Oh, she just collapsed. Oh. Okay. You are such a good girl. Wow. Oh. Whew. So we're in polysanity. Polysanity. And... <laughs> wait, shake again. <laughs> Can you hear it from afar? Yeah. You know what? I guarantee you, 99% of our audience, if all she did was shake her ass with a fucking maraca hanging out of it, Can we would just probably love say the show. before we go into polysanity that if anyone is going to try this, be careful. <laughs> <laughs> Check right. out Kathy actually there kicking are, in with some safety. There were, Please. There, there were, there were some condoms involved. There Many was some condoms. lube involved. Yes. There was a string to pull it out for safety involved. We were safe about this experiment. Thank you. Plus you guys negotiated and you've done anal play before. Yeah. So then the, don't the, just go buy one of these egg-shaped maracas and shove it up someone's ass. Anal human maraca, go. <laughs> Okay, okay. This just sounds like our Christmas look, episode look, happening. Like, no. I'm excited. You did fucking wonderful. You did wonderful. <laughs> Was it worth it? Uh-huh. Okay. Because Mark is the greatest exhibitionist in the world. And uh, Polly Sanity. Polly Sanity. <laughs> speaking of Polly. Speaking of, speaking of Polly. Okay. Uh, Abyss. When I had your fingers in there. That was just fucking medical. Focus. And, focus. focus. <sighs> you know what? We have fucking five listeners, okay? Let's have some fun. Not true. Have some respect for those five listeners. I, I think those five <laughs> listeners have masturbated at least 11 times because I know I have. All right. Here's the thing. There was a, there was a story on, uh, I don't know, Reddit or something. <laughs> and it's very funny. Did you guys ever see the movie, Steve Martin movie called L.A. Story? Yeah. Old movie. Love it. So, okay. So here is an experience like that. The guy, the guy writes in. I'm not going to read really any of it because it's just you think it's fake, but he gets so personal about it. You're all really. So he's you know he's dating a girl, and they've been together a while, and then it kind of goes a little flat, and then he's not as attracted to her, you know, because he keeps describing her as a big girl, but it's okay because she's nice. Um, but he's flirt. He gets on Fat Life and he starts flirting with girls and girls are like all responding to him and and you know and they're obviously hotter you know than than his big girl you know they're hotter and so his words his words and so uh so finally he can't take it anymore so he goes to his chick and he says look uh we need to have an open relationship or i'm gonna have to leave so obviously the the female in this monogamous relationship was devastated you know whatever after a couple weeks she said let me think about it whatever she didn't want to lose the relationship so she agrees to try which we already know is is (laughs) not going to work on her end but what's amazing Yes, it ended up butt fucking him. No maracas. Shake. <laughs> so, just like in the movie, she starts getting dick everywhere. <laughs> like everyone's into her. They're like, fuck yeah, this chick's nice. She's fucking hot. It's fucking great. So she starts having all this sex. All of the girls this guy was flirting with. They, they, he's like, hey, you know, yeah, now I'm, a, I'm in an open relationship. And they're like, I just flirt online. I'm not going to be with you, you douchey weirdo. So nobody wants to fuck him. So nobody wants to fuck him. And now his <laughs> chick is just getting bald every four minutes. And now he's getting butt hurt. He's getting more and more butt hurt. Because now she's getting everything and he actually starts going into like meeting guys on the street that start fucking with him because they're fucking his chick and doing like a cuckold thing. And he's getting really, and you could just hear him getting whinier and whinier as the story goes on. And then he starts going, this is unfair. You (laughs) You set this gig up, fucker. So this is, this brings out in polyamory 
Uh, <laughs> this is like the best fairy tale ever. <laughs> so, and like at the end, he's like really asking people to like sympathize with him. That's the part that got me. He really thought it wasn't fair. He really felt, you know, that's that's your basic narcissism, and that's where we're going to talk today about expectations. <laughs> expectations are an incredible and wonderful thing that most of the time will lead to some level of disappointment. Mm-hmm. So I, I mean, I had so many notes to write on this because once again, I can only speak and I, 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 we do poly sanity and every now I have to disclaim, I can only talk about what I know. And believe me from the last topic we talked about, I am not the most mature poly person. I am not, (laughs) I am on the end of this loser douche guy, but without being this loser douche guy all the way. Um, Was it that Mark said you're not the one true Polly? I'm not. The, I am not the one true Polly. Shake. <laughs> okay, so I had some questions because I have two philosophies, and maybe you've heard this. First philosophy: sometimes the world's great greatest fantasies make piss poor realities. Hmm. And second, look down from your fantasies into the tumultuous trenches of reality. When you enter into anything, because the question really is, is do you really want mature poly that entails like intimate long relationships with lovers that openly have other lovers besides you? Or do you want to fuck lots of people and have your partners not only be okay with it, but be totally satisfied only fucking you when you choose to fuck them? And that's the problem with it. I think this man is lacking some serious life experience if that did not occur to him. I think he's got some life experience now. (laughs) Uh, What I had to laugh at is he was, uh, when he was talking about meeting one of the other guys and the other guy flat out saying like, you know, I'm glad you guys are Polly because, uh, you know, I don't. She's great. She's fantastic. I wouldn't let anyone else touch her, blah, blah, blah. And That was awesome. But the thing was, his comments were, this guy was really attractive and and more attractive than me, and he could get hotter chicks. Why isn't he with other hot chicks? And I'm just like, so he's pe- dissing his own. He's dissing his own girlfriend. Why are you with this fat cunt? I mean, Jesus. And I'm just like, you stupid. Literally, my notes, my notes say, wow. Because okay. <laughs> it just no. I I just I the 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 revenge fantasy that I have is that his that his girlfriend will actually find this post because it's making its way all over the internet now. It's on Reddit. It went to Facebook. It's like everywhere. I want her to find it, and she's like, I I don't need this douchebag at all. <laughs> I got all sorts of nice guys that'll that'll go out with me. Well, I think he forgot the number one principle, and I'm gonna sound like a total like total jerk right now. Um. 90% of the time a chick is going to get laid. Mm-hmm. If you make it a competition, this comes down to abyss. <laughs> this totally comes down to uh, abyss. The one thing that I don't have, and we talk about the fact that we get jealous and envious or whatever. The one thing that I have to my advantage in this situation over this guy is I have a very, very firm understanding that there is no way I will ever compete with the power of vagina versus penis. Abyss walks into a room, says, hi, my name's Abyss. Do you want to play? They say yes. Done. No negotiation, no anything. I mean, literally, (laughs) there is no way women are always going to be able to attract more sexual partners because they're women. And if you want to say that's a sexist double standard, tough shit. It's just the truth. But what it really comes down to in this discussion for me is I have to look at what type of poly do I really want? Am I, we have a funny term that we use and we call it poly tolerant. And am I just being tolerant, which my answer is absolutely yes. Am I just being tolerant because it's fair? If I want to have other partners and have sex with other people, it's only fair that my other partners should be able to have other partners, but it doesn't mean that I'm supportive of it or really like it. I just tolerate it because I care about them. I care about myself and I know that that's fair. I think that we should also remember that he was saying we're opening our marriage. They didn't really say Polly. It's clear, at least from what I read, that these people were not kinky. They did no, knew nothing about compersion or, or negotiating, or they just opened their relationship because he wanted to get laid. Period. End of story. Mm-hmm. And so, clearly, they they didn't have the tools, and they did. He did not have the skill set to to deal with any any kind of consequence. And I think this is the number one thing I've seen in most uh, when I've looked for looked at 
poly advice threads. Um, I used to sit in a chat room for polyamory also. And like the number one thing people would complain about would be the guy coming in and complaining that their female partner is just getting dates left and right and they're sitting on OkCupid with nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Not a fucking thing. Power and of vagina. It is, it is, it is that, that's life. Yeah. So, so as far as down the line, um, God, I have all these things that I wanted to talk about, but I, I, I really have to shut up. Um, I think what do we really want and what I put is what do you really want and what does the other person really want? is the best way to approach either an open marriage, non-monogamy, or polyamory. Because in my fantasy, everyone's following my script. You're all doing what I want in my fantasy. And I think what happens with these guys that get in these situations is all of a sudden the script changes. And all of a sudden, because it's reality, that Abyss and Mark have their own agenda. They were around long before I came onto the scene. They had their own independence and thoughts for life. And I have to accept that my fantasies don't work in their realities. And if Mm -hmm. I want to be with these people, I have to know what they want and they have to know what I want. And then we can have a discussion about where, what compromise, if any has to be made and can we deal with the feelings that come up to to carry with the script analogy, you've got co-writers. Yeah, absolutely. you're not writing the script by yourself and you need to get their input, right? That's fucking good. (laughs) I like that. Good things. Well, I mean, that's it. Did we? Uh, so, in other words, uh, if you have expectations, you're going to wind up being a douche like this guy. <laughs> is, is that it? That's it. Is that what we have? Well, then we can go. Oh, god damn it! Fucking <laughs> just back off wait, of it. Wait, wait, wait. I think wait, this why whole maracas thing really shook him. Oh man. You know, it basically now he's like got a new toy, and he's like, but it stopped working. Oh, what stopped? Not working? her butt. Huh? Her butt's no. still working. No, the thing. Oh, wait, oh. no, no. Yeah. Well, let's wait. go on anyway. Hey, wait. Yes. Ain't no human rock. Go. Shake, shake. <laughs> I love how she puts her little butt in the air and just shakes like a little it dog. Is, it is adorable. It truly is. Oh, wait, wait. Sorry. Fear's magic. Sometimes tragic. She's dreaming about dick all day. And now she's got some shit to say. on So this is the hardest week of the month for me. It's the week before my next wax appointment. Ooh. Where every day is a struggle to not just pull out a fucking razor and shave. Because I got just a few more days. A few more days. Um, sometimes when you've got to get through some waxing, you know, it's a little painful. And sometimes when you want to get through something painful, when you're a submissive and a sometimes masochist it helps to to put a little kink spin on it so a while back i wrote this story um where i compared the lady who does my waxing to my pro dom (laughs) because if you think about it i walk in there's music playing i strip my clothes i get on the table she tells me to spread them then she pours hot wax all over my body she yanks it off and hurts me she says, good girl, when I get through a really hard fall, she has, I fucking busted up laughing once. And then at the end, I pay her and I say, thank you. She's totally my dumb. Totally, She's I agree. totally my dumb. She's your pro dumb. She's my pro dumb. <laughs> and uh, and I eventually I did have to come out to her as being kinky because she'd start waxing me. She's like, oh, honey, what happened to you? You were all bruised up on your butt. And I was like, yeah, so that's that's a good Friday night for me. Like that's going to happen sometimes. She thinks it's hilarious that I'm kinky and she's asking me questions. So you going to go to one of those parties again? (laughs) So wondering if you guys have ever used like your kinky sides to get through something that's maybe a little more difficult or, you know, I, Hmm. I do, I do another example with exercise. Um, I usually get someone who's in a dominant place to make me exercise because I don't want to do it. But if I'm doing it because someone else made me do it, then it's a little easier. (laughs) Yes. No. Go for it. (laughs) Same thing. Every time I go to the gym, I am not going because I fucking love being there. I'm going because I am thinking about that. I have two women that depend on me to not die (laughs) and they depend on me to be somehow a sexual performer at a certain level that uh, makes them, you know, not, not leave me sexually. So I, I mean, I do. And I, 
it, it really, that's my only inspiration is that I can fuck better if I'm in better shape. I recently started uh, doing Pilates twice a week. Have you ever have you ever done Pilates? It's mm-hmm. like this big machine, and there's like stirrups and straps, and it's it's very kinky. And <laughs> I'm having a really hard time because I'll be like doing these exercises, and it's like spreading your legs, and there's a trainer telling me what to do, and it's totally kinky. I'm 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 getting into Pilates this stuff. DS. Fucking Pilates, I've, dude. I've actually. Do you had... call him sir or her? <laughs> Yes, miss. (laughs) I've actually had a a personal trainer and it was like, it was funny because I went into the gym and they're like, okay, who do you, you know, I don't bottom to women. And it was funny. They're like, oh, we have Debbie. She's great. You know, and she's like, it's really trip, you know, and I'm just like, she's gonna tell me to do something i'm gonna tell her to go fuck herself and so they're like who who do you want and i'm like and i see this giant dude he's got like a mohawk and he's like built and i'm all him <laughs> and they're like okay because i wanted to be able to do military style push-ups and this that the other i didn't care you know and like we had to kind of he had to yell at me at one point because like he'd tell me to like run the track and i'd literally go you know go fuck yourself you piece of shit and it's, like, <laughs> and it's like it's like the middle of the afternoon there's like old people like walking their treadmills <laughs> and it's funny your your waxing story um so i i got lasered oh hurts like hell does it because i've been thinking about doing that, that shit hurts no oh. it feels great yeah, no. Oh, that's right. You've um, done it too. <laughs> feels great. Laser's awesome. But um, I had a weird reaction and it was before kink and this, that, the other. It was funny because she would zap and it would feel like getting touched with a hot light bulb. Like when you touch a hot light bulb and like, so it'd burn and I'd eep. <laughs> Which is funny because I had the same reaction with Violet Wand <laughs> and I'd, I'd, I'd eep. <laughs> and I'd hear myself do that and then just start laughing maniacally because I could hear myself squeaking. And again, this is before kink. And I'm just like, I, I, I now look back at like my reaction to Violet Wand and I'm all, oh shit. That's totally <laughs> the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. No, I was, I was talking to a friend of mine recently. I was telling her about the, the waxing thing and the calling her a pro dom. And she's like, why don't you just get lasered? I was like, you know, I really probably should look into that because this shit's expensive. But, you know, I like wax play. That's about as much of it as I get. So. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to. <laughs> <laughs> it is cute. Uh, this does make the cutest sounds ever. Um, so the second one is, so this is this time of year, uh, at my regular job, I, I, I think I've said it before. I work for a nonprofit and I put on this big fundraiser every year. And this time of year gets really, really stressful. Last year on top of the, all the stress, I was also going through a breakup. So I found this guy that all he was into was given spankings. And I, I started going to see him once or twice a week just for spankings. And I started calling him my maintenance man. <laughs> Spanking maintenance. It's great for stress relief. And I ended up writing a whole like erotica story about it, about this, you know, it was from the guy's point of view where he's like, yeah, so this girl comes over and then she tells her friend I give good spankings and da da. And you know what? This is how it happened with him. I had posted uh, on Reddit in a like a BDSM personals ad that this is what I was looking for. And someone else sent me a message saying, so I met this guy and he's in your area. He gives really good spankings, but he's kind of like... He's, he doesn't like tell the whole truth all the time. So it's not really relationship <laughs> material, but he's a really great spanker. You should call him. So she sends me his Reddit name. I reach out to him. He's like, yeah, let's meet. And then the next thing you know, I'm like over his lap and it's awesome. He does give really good spankings. <laughs> For a good time, call so-and-so. <laughs> so, On the bathroom well, he's also a, He's also a Doctor Who fan. So what we started doing last year is he'd come over and I'd watch the Doctor Who bent over his lap and he'd spank my ass. And then like, you know, I'd make dinner and we'd eat and then he'd leave it was awesome (laughs) so because this time of year is coming up again i was thinking i should maybe call him um but you know if you're interested in being my maintenance man please send your email to pervertedpodcast at gmail.com thank you very much using the show to get some spanking (laughs) i don't fee can i uh, make it just a small suggestion just a little itsy bitsy When you refer to someone that you hope is going to be dominant as the maintenance man, <laughs> there really doesn't sound much like an exchange for, that's going for on. For this, 
It doesn't necessarily need to be dominant. It didn't sound dominant. No, didn't, no I'm just saying dominant. when you're it's like, come over, just it basically was, just means come over, be my bitch, and leave. No, you know what's this in was, it for no. me. This um, was a guy who'd posted an ad saying he's just really into giving spankings, uh, and spanking. I'm like, hey, it's a, yeah, I'm really a, into receiving them. This is a okay. very good match. I think it's yeah. a you scratch my back, I scratch yours. I did also do other things for him. Well, okay, and exactly. he got dinner. Come on, yeah. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. I just want to say. Some mm. people don't like to feel you. Not everybody you know? is like hung up on the Uber Dommy Dom. He may just be a top. He's, he's, he's just a spanko. That's good. Spankos are good. That's from yeah, the guy go who just got his... aware. Go into it knowing what it's going to be. We That's talked. Right. We had a coffee at a coffee bean. We negotiated. It was going to be spankings, and that was it. And then later on, we added a little something else, and that was fine. He ain't no Reddit guy. Mm-hmm. She knows what she's doing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Wait, 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 wait. Ain't no human maraca, go! <laughs> Ain't no human maraca, go! <laughs> she's getting really good at this. She's all this sucks, this is like exercise. Well, that sounds like a perfect uh, partnership. Do we, wait, do we have perverted mailbox? No. Okay. No. Do we, Everybody what, loves us. Yay. Wait, yay. Do, we have like that's it. We have dungeon etiquette. I'm like, why don't you read the thing that's in front of you? Oh. God. If you're gonna play in public, yes, there is a way. Dungeon etiquette will be expected from you. Perverted podcast will teach you how not to be a douche. Have you ever seen someone do something at your local dungeon or private BDSM party that just pisses you off? This is the time where we talk about how to not be that guy or that girl. Hmm. Take it a biz. <laughs> ring, 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 ring. Who's there? A breach in confidentiality. Nowadays, the average person spends so much time thumbfucking their phones that they seem to forget there are still places that it can make people uncomfortable. Some people have, some person with a sensitive job or family situation can interpret that cell phone as a full frontal attack on their anonymity. And why not? That piece of technology can take a picture or a video and instantly post it to the internet. So the question is now posted. Should cell phones be allowed in dungeons or BDSM situations? No, move no. on. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, my whole wow. setup, and that's what I got? <laughs> We've cured phones. We have cured on. cell phones in the dungeon or play party. Or experience. Wow, we have had so much with this over the last few months at at uh, at, at our dungeon at, at Threshold, and we start always by saying, "Hey, look, um, the goal here is that everyone has a good time. The goal here is that everyone gets to explore their freedom and not feel that they're going to lose their job or have their children taken away from them or any number of things." Um, with that. So we always start this discussion because there are people that don't give a fuck. I am completely out. If you take pictures of me in a dungeon or whatever, I really don't care. You want to see my dick? Put that up there too, you idiot. Um, but, on a waffle? But the, yeah, Mike, put cock waffle. <laughs> cock waffle's on my fat life page. Yep. But it really comes down to is the, it's not even necessarily the, the malicious part. What we really have the biggest problem with is the perceived privacy you may know that you're not taking a picture of somebody. You may know, I'm not going to fuck up somebody's life, but they don't know it. And when they see you with your cell phone thumbing it in a play area or people are nude and naked and running around, it makes them very uncomfortable and ruins their evening. So, also, I mean, the other thing is people don't always think about not taking pictures nowadays. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, you can be anywhere and you're like, oh, this is going on my Instagram. Oh, this is great. This is going on this. Oh, I'm just going to post this on Facebook. Oh, my God. This is so amazing. I'm going to take a picture without asking or do anything. It's so second nature now. And there's people in the background of that. We had an instance like that where someone had to go and uh, get someone at FetLife and go, dude, you took this pump, this picture against the rules and now I'm in it walking past the hallway. You better fucking delete this picture. Unfortunately, they were like, oh, OK. And they did. But so that actually, so I, I go to a sometimes monthly-ish rope social, and and phones are allowed there because it's all ropey stuff, and where people people rope people especially like they like to take pictures of their work. It's it's cool. It happens once. It goes away, right? Um, and so there's been a couple times where I've been the rope bottom, and I've asked uh, Bacon to take a picture of what he did because I want to see what he did in the back, and he'll take it, and I'll see, and I'll be like, this is really cool, and I want to post it and see that someone else's face is in the picture in the corner. 
I will edit it out because they didn't consent to their photo being taken or I'll, you know, put a big black circle over their head or whatever. Um, but there was another instance that totally not even kinky related um, was at an event with two people that um, that I met from FetLife was a was a totally non kink event. It was the lumberjack thing. And I wanted to post that picture on FetLife. But there was a crowd of people in the audience where we took the picture. And I was like, I can't post this because they maybe don't want their faces on FetLife. Well, I mean, the other thing is like you recently were at another dungeon and <laughs> oh, it was, yeah. it was Tell that story. Yeah, that's the one. So I'm at, uh, I'm at another dungeon it was a, a play party night and this dungeon doesn't have dungeon monitors. It's not the same as threshold where it's like openly posted rules and everybody signs off and knows what the deal is. And this guy starts walking around and he's, he seems inebriated and he's walking, which is another thing I don't like. And he's, he's holding his cell phone up and kind of waving it around. And so two of the people who were playing right in front of me said, hey, hey, don't take pictures of my scene. Stop it. And the guy starts to say, I'm not taking pictures. I'm not taking pictures. But I kind of think he was. Mm-hmm. And they're like, put it down, put it down. And he was so fucked up. Like he was so lost that he just kept holding the cell phone and, co- and saying, no, I'm not taking pictures. I'm not taking pictures. So I stood up, me, little subby fee, stood up and was like, go over there. And I pointed out to the lobby. I was like, go to the front area where nobody's playing. If you're going to hold your cell phone out, just go to where no one's playing. Because it's not posted as a rule in this dungeon. Mm. But people still don't want you to take pictures of their scenes. He came back around later and went right up to another couple that was playing and asked if he could take a video in the middle of their scene. This guy was really douchey. Like, there's a lot of stories, like (laughs) a lot of reasons why not to be that guy. We went, we went and complained to the people who were running that party. And, you know, they were like, oh, yeah, you should tell him to stop. And I think that's risk aware. When you go to a dungeon anywhere, I'm of course speaking only from my perspective and which is here in LA. So if you go to a dungeon and you know that at this dungeon, there are very few, if any rules, that those rules have nobody, no monitor that is enforcing them. That's risk aware. You Mm -hmm. know that you're walking into an environment where you can't control those things. And so I think that in this community, you have to pick and choose and decide where you want to go. If you have a community. I mean, you may, that that just may be. I still go to that dungeon. Here, I'm one of the people who, I am an exhibitionist. I like my picture taken. I'd rather not have someone else post my pictures. I want to post them myself. But yeah, there are times when something really cool is happening at Threshold and I wish I could take a picture of it, but I can't and I deal with it. But when I go to this other dungeon where it's allowed, sure, I I like it. Well, and, and I'll just say as the non-exhibitionist, because I'm really not, um, if and this was one of the arguments, was if I walk into a place I know that cell phones are not necessarily guarded, you will never see me naked. You will mm-hmm. never see me doing a scene. You will never see me hitting anybody mm-hmm. because I have a job and it's yeah. no... I think, I mean, we could, we could, I mean, there's so much about this, but it really comes down and, and we say this all the time at Threshold that this is a we organization, not a me organization, just because you think you're okay to do whatever you want to do, you're playing with other people. Mm -hmm. And if you're not going to be considerate and respectful of their feelings, then you need to just go to a place where um people you don't have rules and there's there's erotic photographers there's groups where you just specifically go to take pictures but it, it really just comes down to the entitlement of some people that will come into a place there where it is known you can't have your cell phone out uh and they'll still do it and we kick them the fuck out right if but, you don't like our rules fuck off and go somewhere else but even if you're at a place that doesn't have the rules you have you have to if somebody doesn't want you taking pictures of their scene, don't take pictures of their scene. Like that's just courtesy. But what you brought up, Fee, that is rare. Most people don't think the way you do. And and Boogie said it. It's entitlement. Most people will walk in with with on their mind is the, just what they want. Not they don't care about anybody else. They're thinking about themselves and what they want. If you have to, if you're in a position of leadership, like let's say. If Abyss is monitoring a party or the rest of us who have some sense of obligation to the club and to our community, uh, we're keep taking into account everybody's good time. We're taking into account uh, everyone's privacy, everyone's confidentiality. Most people are not like that. They're, they're douchey like that guy, whether they're drunk or not. And all they think about is themselves and what they want. They really don't think about other people. And this is why we call it dungeon etiquette. Mm-hmm. Do not be that guy. And I will flat out say, if you take a picture of me, we are going to have a freaking problem. It's going to be on. 
kill somebody. Oh, this is good. She's going to cut them with a knife and pull their guts no, 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 out and then no. squish no. a squirrel no. in there. And, no, and then, there's what? no evidence of that. There were no pictures taken. No. What? Nope. Yeah, hey, I don't know. Hide the body. What? What are we doing? Is that it? Yep. Yes. You know what? I just, I would like to thank you guys for a very real show and a lot of real moments and especially Fee. I fucking, you, a lot of courage. I'm, I'm really, really proud of you. I think it's awesome. And I just think we should end. Yeah. With uh, three shakes of the lamb's tail. <laughs> Let's just, uh, that would be one. Hang on a sec. We should do our jingle. Are you ready? The first off, thank you, Mark. For taking things up your ass and making my, I, I can die now. I can literally die. I've done just about everything. We're figuring to this two more times. Ain't no human maraca, go. Ain't no human maraca, go. One more time. Ain't no human maraca, go. That is our show. Thank you for listening. Please be sure to tell your friends, your families, your enemies, your human sex dolls, fictitious witches, and your compulsive mind fuck fuckers about us. <laughs> if you're interested in supporting our magic, please go to patreon.com slash perverted podcast and share your love with us. Thank you to all of our guests and hosts, to Fee, Abyss, Boogie, myself, and our lovely audience, Gina, and especially Mark. If you have questions, comments, or ideas, please email us at pervertedpodcast at gmail and visit the and visit pervertedpodcast.com. Good girl, good girl. And finally, please consider being a monthly supporter of Fet Life so we have something to actually talk about each week. Until next week. Wait, one more! No! No, just no, no, one, more. no. one more! Hey, no, Jesus. You know, technically, this is grammatically wrong, by the way. Yeah. Whatever. So We're out on. of here. Thank you. <laughs> Man.